Newcastle's best maids. Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London. There's a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game now at Macca's. Ends October 24. For full terms, visit mcdonalds.com.au. Welcome to the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London podcast. It's 106.9. Yes, I'm going to London. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, you look it's nice, Ash. Thank you. I'm only I'm halfway through putting my hair in two buns. So yeah. One yeah. half has a space bun and one's just out. But, you know, the asymmetrical look of like the undercut and stuff is in. Why can't we have an asymmetrical bun? One side out, one why side not? bun. Start uh, it today. It's dumb, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> dumb. It, yeah. You know what? That's a very logical answer, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Would you ever get the undercut? You know, the girl's got this half I had shape. the undercut for years. Did, I was going to say. so much hair. You could pull it off, though. Like, some girls have a vibe of pulling it off. Yeah. Thank you. Tough I did pull it off until I decided to grow it out, and then I just uh, had this hedge of uh, short curls under my hair, and it was hell. That's, that's what tough. I was going to say. The grow out process, it's a massive yeah. commitment, because it's just like, yeah, this is all still long. Yeah. What do I do with totally. this now one blade? But on the other side. You're not thinking in the moment about the grout. You know, you're it's not. like it's like getting a tattoo. You're not thinking about when you're a granddad. That's true. You're just getting it right now. That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Live in the moment, guys. Mm. Yes. I love that. Hey, That's should we give away had. some Alpha Bucks clues for tomorrow? It's a great fuck that's yeah. a great gave away. Yeah, man. Gave How good's morning. a good fuck yeah? It's <laughs> still the podcast. No, you can do it. I'm okay. sorry, it just comes out of it. I get it, man. I'm with you. Gilly, let's have let's have a fuck yeah. Alright, on three, we're all gonna fuck yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. Gilly, come on, man. I'm, so, I'm saving him up for impact. Oh, I'm giving out a few F-bombs in my time. That could have been impact. Yeah, it could have been impact. We could have felt it. That would have that made me go from six to midnight if you did that just then. Whoa. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, think of a clock hand. Think of, the clock hand is my penis. <laughs> Are you serious? That's what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, that's what that means. Have you heard it before and not known? Yeah, and I, was, I always thought it meant like I'd be so amped that I'd go from six o'clock at night all the way to midnight. And I'd be like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> nah, it means. I hope you haven't used yeah. it inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone hasn't used it to you, and Ash is like, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick, man. <laughs> You're having a great right. night. You look like you're going from six till midnight. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> have I? <laughs> I'm so glad I asked. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, anyway, Alphax letters, yes. Yes, okay, oh, that's so good. S- look at the level for seven. Oh, seven is P. Hey, hey. P for the thing that goes from six till midnight. Yeah. And at question. eight o'clock, we'll have the letter K for Kardashian. Oh, there you go. Don't know if that's a clue, but it often is a question. Yeah, it often is. So there are your letters. Go forth and do what, with that what you will. Yes, indeedy. Um, that for us. Good luck, guys. Study hard. We love you. Great show today. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, okay, the studies come out, guys. What a wild study. Um, researchers found that fast walkers are likely to live longer than slow walkers. Yes. So if you're a quick walker oh, like the dear. Gill Man, if you like to keep your pace up, specifically pace-wise as well, we'll get into that. So oh, wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. You're not recording the video, Duck. Oh, <laughs> this will be our, I think this should be our on-air chat every time. Every day. It's every, you know, hold on. We don't want to miss it. Because Ash is down, doing it down the line from Melbourne. That's where yep. our family is. Yep. So, you know, that's, we're going to do that. Anyway, it's recording now. Thank you. Not that I'm in any of the videos anyway. It's just you boys talking. <laughs> I think it's too hard for whoever's cutting the video to bother putting my video in. Yeah. My husband's watching. Yes, he's like, are you 
Even on this show? <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. yeah. I, I did notice that, actually. I was going to, I didn't want to bring it up. That requires editing. I, just, yeah, I brought yeah, that, it up on air. Mate, there's a bit going on. Classic. Anyway, continue, Duck, uh, Duck Man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. A report shows data from almost 400,000 British walkers that is followed for more than a decade. Wow. Found that those who define themselves as brisk walkers or fast walkers are, more cl- um, are less likely to die from cancerous illness or cardiovascular disease. Uh, was 60% less likely in these fast walkers. Now, if you want to know how fast this is, I don't know how, I don't know if you'd know how quickly you walk anyway, uh, but apparently slow is less than four kilometers per hour. Oh, that is slow. So four kilometers per hour is, is slow. And then average was sort of like four to five. Yeah. Uh, and then brisk was five plus. Yeah. Okay. Five kilometers per hour plus. So that's not motoring, well, that's, motoring. It's not motoring. No. That's, when I go on my just mental health walks, yes. I'm about six kilometers a minute. And I'm not like pushing myself, but that's kind of the pace I go when I've got a podcast on, walking, yeah. feeling good. Yeah. So like I'm ten, not going to die young. Like 10 minute I Ks. Yes. Uh, is not slow, but it's certainly not like. It's not moving. Ooh, ooh, you're ooh. not, you're not Kel Day Knight and, uh, <laughs> you know, power walking, you know, you know. They're living forever, aren't they? That, oh, well, um, thing, I think it's bad for your hips. I think that fast walking, that Olympic power walking, real bad on the hips. Oh, really? Because Georgette and I, my wife and I, uh, uh, one of the things that I love about her, one of the tiny little things that I love about her is her walking pace. She really. She's a brisk walker. Oh. And it's just really nice. Really? We just, we just match each other's pace. That is interesting. What's your husband, Adrian? Is he a quick walker or a slow walker? He's brisk and he goes crazy at me when I always lag behind, when we get the dog for a walk or when he's got the pusher and I'm always lagging behind. Yeah. And I don't know how it happens. It's just like we're walking together and then 30 seconds later, he's 30 meters in front of me turning around <laughs> looking at me like, oh. Come on. Come on. Yeah, my my wife Master. is a quick walker as well. Oh, really? She darts ahead. But I do hear that people uh, like there. Oh, I don't know where I heard this from, but there can be an attraction. You get attracted to people based on you know similarities of the walking. Oh, you know what right. I mean? So like you and Georgette, really? you walk you walk fast together, and it's kind of like you know you're both tall. You both walk quick. It's a bit of a, bit yeah. of a turn on. And what I really enjoy is if we have our arms around each other and oh, we're yes. walking. That's a um, hard way to walk. Well, we get into That's step with each other. Oh. It's, like, it's like really that nice. That is some lame shit, That is some very Kath and Kim. We work and step with each other. It's so hard. Honey, I love you. Let's briskly walk. That's lame. <laughs> um, but uh, producer Snooze is in yeah. the studio. Hi. Um, You're running this shit, mate. You yeah. know. Oh, sorry. Here we are. Good morning. Fine job. <laughs> I have something that I want um, us all to discover about ourselves. <laughs> The, um, oh, yeah, Speaking to the microphone. I'm here, aren't I? Testing. Yeah. yeah. Alex how- came in saying there's a great article about how you buttered your bread defines who you Thank are. Thank you, <laughs> I was getting there. Yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. the people in. Isn't that what you guys do? Uh, yes. So according to a human behavioral researcher, Darren Stanton, he claims that uh, people are in different categories based on their spreading method. All right. So you've uh, put some song. bread. And, and do you know that song? Of course, BTS. Forget that song the is smooth. Biggest man in the world. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, um, now you put some bread and a knife and some butter Everyone in front has of us here, producer knife. Snooze. Yes. So indeed. are you going to analyze our butter spreading? I am okay. because there are nine different ways that you can butter bread. Apparently, <laughs> oh, wow. geez, okay. Now I'm <laughs> curious. Human does... researcher needs to take a good hard look at what he's. Yeah. Spending yeah. his brain power looking into like this feels important. That guy's gone. He's gone to university and gotten a degree and had yeah. to do two years of statistics study probably, and then human behaviour and his 
gotten a job somewhere at a firm and they're paying him, let's say, you know, 150, 200 grand a year. And what is he using all of that time, resource, <laughs> and energy to do? <laughs> this. You know, he also uh, likes to share that an average person spreads butter on a whopping 574 slices of bread per year. There you oh, go. Right. I reckon I'd nearly double this that. Important yeah. information. Um, yeah. So there's nine different ways. Yes. This is, yeah. Okay. So yeah. maybe you're a glider who glides their knife um, over the toast for an even spread. Yeah. Okay. Um, does this include? Does this include the way that you attain it from the box? No, like it's father, how you apply it to the bread. Because, oh, yeah. like, my father-in-law, for instance, is he jams, he like look at pokes this. it into the butter. Look at this box, oh, psycho. Look at this. Oh, this yeah. is our work box here. Yeah, and it has just been. Yeah, people have just been jabbing this and jamming it, and it's all about how you put it on the toast itself. Oh, all right. Maybe we should get okay, away. but what other way is there to do? Either There's, the butter is soft and you glide it, or the butter is hard and you have to like. Press. Shave it off the hard butter and then <laughs> attempt to spread it on the without putting a hole in the bread. You yeah. could be a total coverage. Nineteen percent of people were total coverage spreaders. Slabs okay. the butter right up to its edges. I realise this should have been a meeting off air before we did this. No, but let's, uh, let's, let's press on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go around and watch Ducker All right, spread his go. butter, and then please analyse okay. what he does. I buy that Luba pack, so it's soft. I'll... <laughs> It's called Lurpak, no, not Lubapak. Uh, do you want me to do? <laughs> My God. I just always. Lubapak. Lubapak. I buy like some sort of personal I, lubricant yeah, because, slash because it, it, butter. It's softer and I don't destroy I mean, it. My wife says it's better. It's multi use. It is. That's very fancy butter. It's not well, cheap. Yeah, that's not yeah, cheap. Someone's it's doing all right. Getting well, a yeah, business, business is pretty good on our neck of the woods, guys. I don't know if you've heard. Is it? <laughs> Uh, All right. I'm getting a sense of what he is. Okay, what am I, man? Okay, I just seems to me, according to looking at this, you are a crust avoider. Oh, okay. <laughs> you avoid the crust while spreading your butter. You're probably a neat and tidy person. You don't like making a mess. Mostly describe themselves as perfectionists and often really successful at <laughs> administrative tasks. Well, there you go. Oh, that about sums me well up. Done, Duck, eh? Thanks so much. All right. All right. You Would you Nick. say that's a fair assessment of you, Duckman? Mm, I do avoid the crusts. Uh, I, I'm not very, I'm not messy. I'm quite clean, and I do get a bit OCD with tasks and stuff. So I'd say there that's actually go. not too bad. Yeah, 100 okay. percent strike rate so far. Gilly's up next. <laughs> what are you, Ash? Uh, you know, what kind of buttering do you reckon you? Do? I'm just messy. I just like get it on there, and just like I like lots of butter in there. Probably avoid the. Uh, no, I don't care where it goes as long as there's like lots of butter on there. Are you a clumper? Yeah, I'd say she's a clumper. Don't spread their yeah. butter evenly and often leave clumps on it oh. on the bread. Oh, I, I love like a doing clump that. Of like, yes, I love okay. pooled butter. So, yeah, what does that yeah. say about clumpy? Um, they are scattered in nature and think outside the box. They're just happy to be eating bread with butter. They don't care That's about me. the parts oh. of the toast that aren't covered or how the butter is spread. Simple things that in life, so am I right, Ash? <laughs> yep. All right, I'm well, just happy it to be looks like Gilly is a total coverage man. Ninety oh. percent of people are total total coverage spreaders. Oh, I'm a commoner. <laughs> Often, um, they're very methodical and precise. Often, making them the organised ones in the friend group. They're probably the ones who plan group activities months and months in advance and are very precise uh, people. So. Uh, the preciseness mm. I agree with yep. the, yeah, the foresight precise. and planning months ahead yeah, no, definitely not me it shows control ensuring there are no risks involved ah. by spreading the butter you do hate a risk I do <laughs> you're a calculated <laughs> man avoiding see risk. the <laughs> the butter there was actually pretty you know there was some, some accurate parts in that much like horoscopes though 
You know what I mean? You can can sort of find something in anything. Get rid of astrology. Just butter your bread and figure it out. Go forth and butter. Oh, thanks, Snoozy. That was, yeah. Think about how you butter your bread today. I know I'm hungry. (laughs) You can have this if you want. (laughs) I've got cold toast over here if you want it. If your stomach is a little bit, you know, not iron-walled, then you might want to, I don't know, refrain from gagging here because okay. uh, somebody on socials by the name of Victoria's Way has uploaded a video of her cooking dinner. And she said, hey, you know what? If you want to lose those pounds, if you want to soak up some of the grease in your pan, I've got the perfect way to do it. At which point they unsheathe two tampons <laughs> and then throw... It's the perfect way of describing how you get a tampon out of the packet. Yeah. You unsheathe them Un- every time I use one from now till menopause. I would think of you, Nick. <laughs> do you, you. Do you, like, because if guys had to use tampons, they would pretend it was a sword. Absolutely. It's a little dagger. Like, like yeah. when, when guys put ones. batteries into things, they pretend as they're loading a shotgun. But uh, would ladies never do that? Never one time, not once ever. You've never done that? It never crossed my mind. Oh, no. what? What? Man, I have so many, I don't know, so many sword fights. Yeah, tampons are wasted on you. Yeah, God. All that yeah, tampons shooting. are expensive. That's so, so you true. You're wasting That's tampons. very true. My yeah. son always grabs them out of the packet and plays with them, and I'm like, put them back. <laughs> I need them. Well, that's yeah, what yeah. a lot of people are saying. So what she does, she just, just chucks two tampons into a frying pan. She's doing some, like, yeah. minced beef or something by the looks While of While she's cooking. While she's cooking, stirs Absolute. it around. They soak it all up and it expands. Seems to do a really, really good job of soaking up the grease. Well, it would. I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> what an absolute idiot. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> think. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? As in, like, no. Yeah. He would just do stuff yeah. so that people will then comment and be like, "That's dumb." That's yeah. And then radio stations like us will then fight over it, and she get it's no. Do not use tampons to soak up grease from your pan. Use a paper towel, or really just pull your steak out and put it on your plate. And leave the grease in the pan like a normal person. Yeah, exactly. That feels too logical. So a lot of people are because she appears to flip over the product halfway through, which in the end makes it look like a perfectly browned onion, which is a trouble in itself. But ah. yeah, a lot of people have said just that, Ash. You know, like mm. it's much cheaper to just chuck in a piece of paper towel if you really want to soak up the grease from the pan. Or, yes, you're right, it doesn't come with the product once it gets on a plate. But um, my main worry is yes. I always get really nervous in recipes, particularly slow cooker ones, that have an ingredient in there that you're supposed to remove at the end. Or oh, like just, a bay leaf. Yeah, like a bay leaf ah. or a cinnamon stick or mm. like a, a ream of rosemary or something. A tampon. Yeah. <laughs> a sheaf of tampons. Yeah. If you're yeah. eating at somebody else's house and they've just forgotten to remove <laughs> like what that, now Like their pon in. It's not gross because it hasn't it. been used yet, you know what I mean? So I don't find it gross yet. You still don't want an unused tampon in your mouth, Ducker. I think, I think that's... It's worse than finding a hair in your food. If you're going to send a plate of spaghetti back and there's a hair in it, you're probably going to be a bit upset about a tampons. <laughs> I've got one in my mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, that wouldn't be great. I no. get that. Hey, look, I'm not saying I'd do this. Okay. Uh, I just don't like yucking people's yums, so, uh, you know. Okay, well, if you're, and, you know, yeah. good on you for Thanks, allowing man. people to be who they are. Thanks, Brady. But also, uh, specialists have come out and said, look, there's chemicals that leach out of tampons. Ah, that'll do it. Um, so how about you don't get parabens, phthalates, and pesticide residue in your mouth as well? Oh. Yeah. I'm not, the, I use the organic Oh, Tom's good. ones. I don't have oh, any. Okay. Oh, so cook away. You can <laughs> use organic. <laughs> <laughs> You're good to go. <laughs> Jeez.
He's always complaining. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Organic. And we want to know unfortunate teacher names. Yeah, we did. Yesterday we were chatting about a bot, an AI bot who was a deputy principal at a school over in West Sussex. Mm. And then we just started mentioning some teachers who were in our lives. You know our deputy in my primary school, I'll never forget this. His name was Richard Stool. <laughs> Dick Stool? Dick Stool. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Ten out of ten. He was an absolute (laughs) jive turkey. I know. It was a tough card to be dealt as a teacher. I don't think he could ever teach in high schools for that reason. Like primary school, year one to three, you're not fully getting it. But as you're approaching year six, you know. Oh, man. We should do a phoner on that. Like teachers with really unfortunate names because there's no place that is more dangerous to have an unfortunate name. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> on thirteen ten sixty, we're asking, who was the teacher in your life who had an unfortunate name? Yeah, we had Mr. I don't want to say the word, F-A-G-G. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even um, in primary school, I was like, as if you wouldn't change your name just for work. Yeah. yeah. He was married to another teacher. She had not taken his surname, obviously. Um, it's because everyone has to say that name so much, like Mr. or Mrs. Such and Such. Like, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Like, and you can change your name. Uh, look, anyway, well, I'll get into the teachers uh, in my life. So we had Miss Susan's, which seems fine, right? Yeah, yeah. Except, and don't make fun of speech impediments. She had a very heavy lisp, oh, and Miss oh, when oh, no. you're doing that, is no, like, yeah, like don't cruel. make fun of speech impediments. But kids are cruel, <laughs> really, really cruel. I mean, yeah, that's that's not great. It's not great. Uh, um, we had Mr. Jerchek, which was sp- spelt J-Z-E-R-C-H-J-Z-E-K. Now, none of the kids knew how to pronounce no. that, so we called him Mr. Alphabet. Again, cruel, because we said, oh, you've got every letter <laughs> of the alphabet in there. <laughs> smart, hey, from the kids. Really smart putting that one in there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. There's been some great comments online as well. Uh, I had a Miss Topless at my primary school. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. This, this can't be real. I had a principal called Mr. Chris P. Bacon. <laughs> that can't be real. That's, That's so can't good. can't be real. Oh, man. Crispy Bacon. That can't be real. I mean, well, his name was obviously Chris Patrick Bacon, and everyone one day, one of the students was like, wait a second. I don't think he was walking around going, hello, I'm Mr. Crispy Bacon. But once you figure that out, you can't go back. You can't go back. You can't come. That's the thing. Once kids know your names, you have a bad name, you can't come back from it. I know. Mm. But, you know, the middle initial can work for or against you. Like, we had the honor boards at school and captain of cricket 1978. Yes. Every other name on the whole board was just first initial, last name. But for some reason that you might notice in a second, they put in the middle initial of this guy. It was P S Ness. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, Kate. She said we had a Mister Long, but he was really short. That's so <laughs> unfortunate. That's so unfortunate for Mister Long. Hey, in its own special way. For anyone else, fine. But for that dude, not cool. Not cool. Uh, uh, so thirteen ten sixty. Give us a call. Unfortunate teacher names. Is it you? Are you the teacher with the bad name? Oh yeah. Mm. Or was it your teacher when you grew up and you can never? Because no one, no one forgets these. No, you don't forget. Uh, give us a call. We'll do a call fame up for grabs. We'll do it on the other side. Of this. Sarah in Adamstown, what's your unfortunate teacher name? Richard Bott. <laughs> oh, Dick Bott. Dick Bott. Dick Bott. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Richard with anything's great. But <laughs> Mr. So <true. laughs> Mr. Dick Bott. <laughs> Dick Bott. 
Now, was this a teacher uh, you had at school, darling? I didn't have him personally, uh, um, but I knew him at school, and um, then he was got the pleasure of teaching my son. Oh, so your son, yeah, oh, mate, your son. So, however, him. in the meantime, he had changed his name. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. What to? I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably don't save it for keep Dick Pot out of it, hey? Yeah. <laughs> I'll change it to Mr. Head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Maddie's in Cessnock. That's funny. <laughs> Maddie, unfortunate teacher names. Yeah, um, one of my friends was called Miss Bogan. Oh. Um, she changed her name very quickly when she got married. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Miss Bogan. That's a tough one. I wonder if that... Because what... Did Bogan... Like, you'll know this, Nick. Does Bogan have another meaning? I don't think so. I don't think it's etymology comes from like something else. Bojan. It's that's what we call oh, it now. Yeah, French. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd love French. to look into that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but Miss Bogan's very funny. James is in Mayfield. Uh, James, unfortunate teacher names. Um, yeah, mate Cockburn. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Mr. or Miss Cockburn? Miss Mr. Cockburn. Mr. Oh, Cockburn. I used to play footy with a guy whose last name was Cockburn and he tried to assure everyone, despite it was a C and a K, oh. that it was pronounced Coburn. Good luck, with, buddy. With uh, the name, but I wonder if they ever got a Cockburn. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I had a friend whose surname you was Cockburn. Wouldn't you change your name? Well, yeah, you would change you would, your name. You would, absolutely. James. Absolutely. Uh, and that's what my friend Jenny. Oh, shit, I said her name. Oh, well, so um, now. Her surname together. was C-O-C-K and her dad comes home one day. He's like, darling, I've decided we're changing our surname. And she was like, thank God, what are we changing it to? And he just goes, C-O-K. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do, That'll do it. Dad, I don't think it's the spelling. It, it, it it's still makes the, the same spelling, sound. <laughs> Let's all sound it out. Oh, uh, Maria's in Gwondolin. Uh, Maria, unfortunate teacher names. Well, unfortunately, it's another Rick, but it's a Richard Hancock this time. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I know. He was my swimming teacher. So, no, no, it didn't go down too well. So Dick, <laughs> Dick, Dick Hancock's te- yeah. teaching you backstroke or breast, breaststroke. Oh, that's right. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. So who knows whatever happened to him. So oh, just... Dick Hancock taught me the best breaststroke ever. I'm pardoned. <laughs> you what? You what? I understand the words in that sentence, but it feels problematic. <laughs> yes. Oh, Dick. Right. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> $50,000 of luxurious home upgrades for just 5K? Yes, please. Search Montgomery Homes. One, two, three, it's like ABC. It's 106.9 10K Alphabet. Yes, here we go. 30 seconds. 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. <laughs> Have to take your first answer. Can't use the same answer. You're right, Ash. Can't use the same answer twice. If you're answering the question, just say pass. We'll come back if there is time. To quote one of our listeners, Wendy. In the times of difficulty, just keep on repeating to yourself, this too shall pass. Here we go. It's true. She's good. She's great. She's great. And you may also pass Jamie Lee in East Maitland because that's one of the rules. Are you ready? I'm so pumped. I'm so ready. Yes. Yes, baby girl. When you win the (laughs) $10,000 in about a minute, what are you going to spend it on? How is it going to change your life? Oh, look, I think with $10,000 you could have one epic of a Christmas, and I'd be so generous. So generous. Giving out gifts. I love that from Jamie Lee. (laughs) How far down the friend tier are you going to give gifts to? 
Look, I don't want to sort of put it out there right now, but it's going to go pretty far. It's going to go pretty okay. deep. Yeah, pretty far. Yes, yeah, I love that. I love that. Jay Lee. You guys might even score something. Here. That's right. what we like to no, hear. No, no, no. We've got enough, answers. babe. No, we don't. You, we no, don't. no, no, no. You I keep don't. your 10 grand. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, you know the letter, do you? I do. Yes, I do. All right, Jamie Lee. Let's get into it. Letter S, obviously. Your time will start after the first question. Here we go. Starting with the letter S. I need you to name a kid's TV show. I'll pass. A star sign. Scorpio. A five-letter word. Sandy. A music artist. Um, Shakira. A ball sport. Soccer. A country. Sweden. A skincare brand. S5 Skincare. A reptile. Uh, sand lizard. Something in the sky. Uh, sun. A condiment. Soy sauce. A kid's TV show. Spider-Man. Hooah. <laughs> okay. Hooah. The only one I need to check, I think, <laughs> yes. is, there, is... I don't know what that's... I haven't heard of that skincare brand. Oh, S5 Skincare. She knew... Like, what was it called, babe? S5 Skincare. S5 Skincare. That, that, that clue was on the podcast. It was. Which is why I did Google it. And she Googled it, producer snooze. All right. Is everything else... Is everything else... S5 Skincare is definitely an approved skincare. We can take that answer. We can take that out. Everything else looks good to me. Everything else? Yeah. I think that kind of looks like... Am I going to be Santa Claus for the letter S? You just won $10,000! Jamie Lee from East Maitland. You are buying everyone great Christmas presents. Congratulations. Oh, guys, thank you so much. I can now get on living my life. This has been so all-consuming. Everything I touch, feel, look at, I think of a letter. Thank you so much. I can move on now. Oh, Jamie. What's the first thing you're going to buy? The very first thing. You're going to do anything for yourself, my love, before you get on to the presents. (laughs) A smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> Treat yourself, babe. Treat yourself. You do you, girl. Get the large, Jamie Lee. Get the grande. Oh, wow. Jamie, you are an absolute delight. Congratulations. Couldn't have gone to a nicer person. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. The alphabet gods have shone down on me today. Yeah. They have. Go get yourself oh, some darling. extra berries. Oh, that's extra berries. Yeah. Smoothies run, Jamie Lee. And we'll get the wheatgrass shot. The wheatgrass shot. Oh. That's oh, extra yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That makes you two bucks. Live that high life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some extra shots in there. I'll be able to afford it today. So yeah. thank you. Come on, yeah. babes. Oh, Sounds like she might be done. doing other shots other than <laughs> 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 The things we say. There's something about them that makes them the same. The things we say. They're universal truths. Oh, yes. Giving us those truths that nobody can deny. That's nobody can deny on 13, 10, 60. <laughs> mm. Ash has had her first try. She knocked it out of the park. Nailed it. Thank Nailed you. It. Should I repeat it for everyone listening? Yeah, go for it. Okay. It is a universal truth that if you go to book a flight and you find the flight you want and you don't book it, when you come back, whether it's an hour later, a day later or two weeks later, it will be more expensive. And That's a universal it. truth. Oh! Absolutely. Absolutely. Always the way. True. Now, speaking of nailing it. Yeah. Ducko, you told me in the song there that uh, I've got one. That you've nailed it. This I think week. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. Uh, if I do say so, I shouldn't ever talk things up, but I did it anyway because I'm an idiot. Can't wait. Break uh, okay. yourselves. Here we go. Here we go. It is universal truth that everyone has one hand they clean their teeth with and wipe their bum with. 
Using your other hand simply feels impossible. That's, yeah, that's just being right-handed or left-handed. No, you, no, 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 don't be supportive. You two, come on. I love. Who's brushing their teeth or wiping their bum with their? Odd hand. I'm sure Gilly probably would. <laughs> well, I do sometimes. See, but, there you go. But uh, apparently, no it's way. Not, okay, I wipe my bum with my right hand and I'm left-handed. I clean my teeth with my left hand. Um, so apparently, your memory can be improved by doing things like brushing your teeth mm. and wiping with your non-preferred hand. I wipe with my non-preferred hand, but I clean with my preferred hand. Yeah, so you're doing some memory work there. Yeah, I, I, I'm, that's what no, I mean. No, but, yeah, but the premise is now it's not a universal truth because all three of us are now contentiously discussing it and there is no agreement. So I just think you two are just being a shitty co-host. Uh, we'll go to Emily and Rankin Park. On, uh, well, maybe I just won't talk for the rest of the break then and turn my microphone Thanks off. Thanks for supporting me, guys. Uh, em, em, where did you stand on that, Em? Was that a good universal truth or...? <laughs> Um, yeah, it passed. Okay. It passed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe it's just, maybe it's me then, Em. You, you crack on. Uh, what's yours, Em? Okay. It's universal truth that wedding guests are still doing the polite laugh to, and the groomsmen scrub double right as well, when yeah. they've heard of the last 20 weddings. <laughs> yeah. That's a universal truth. Oh! Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And there's always the best man who makes the, and the bridesmaids look lovely tonight. Toast to them. Yeah. It's amazing what a bit of makeup can do. <laughs> oh, Get Emily as your wedding MC. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Bree in Singleton, what have you got for us for Universal Truths? Morning, guys. Morning. Uh, my Universal Truth is it's never been taught to us or um, on the packaging, but we always seem to wet the toothpaste on our toothbrush before we brush our teeth. That's a universal truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a generational well, pass down. Are you meant to as well? I just think well, it feels nicer. Like Sorry for the possible code. Sorry for people. No instruction. Yeah, there's no instruction to do it. Yeah. yeah. We need a conch here, so we just talk one at a time. And would you, and, and, and Brie, would you say that you uh, you use that, that hand, that preferred hand when you clean your teeth? Is that what you say? Look. I'm going to say that I do, but I'm going to say that it's a very slim path, and I think you can do better. <laughs> you can get the bin, okay? Getting plenty of feedback here. It's coming from it's me It's a universal truth that Ducko's going to get plenty of feedback today. <laughs> that's a universal truth. <laughs> anyway, that's the universal truth, Ash. I loved that. That's a great, that's a great segment. Thanks so much. Uh, it is Nick Jess Ducko and Ash London with you at 8.48. Uh, producer Snooze stepping into the studio. Hi. The uh, the young cool thing on the show. <laughs> yes, there's some cool words. Closest to a Gen Zer that we've got. That's right. And today I'm going to teach you how to speak to Gen Z. Mm. Oh, okay. No, yes. thanks. <laughs> not interested. I don't really care. Yeah. Have you made a conscious oh. decision to not embark on that project, Ash? No, I'm done, man. I'm practicing. You can practice for when Buddy might have the slang and you need to understand. As if, no way. If he says slay, mum, slay, I'll be like, "You're, I'm emptying your savings bank account. <laughs> Mom, you're done. Pay for your own education. Yeah. You're cut off. Sorry, darling. Continue, continue. Actually, I'm very interested to hear. Okay, so um, I'm going to give you some slang words and you're going to guess what they mean and perhaps try and put it into a sentence as well if you can. Okay. All right. All right. What does uh, to serve mean? Ooh. Can you use, oh, no, a sentence would give it away. Yeah, serving, it? when it's like she's serving, when you're like. Um, Looking hot. Know, like 
Yeah, like serving it up. Like, oh, oh she's. Oh. It's more like you can put something up. Like, she's serving hotness, isn't it? Or she's serving. Correct. Oh, okay. She's serving in those shoes. Oh, man. They just come up with the weirdest things. Yeah. And it's now great because social media is so prevalent now. It's just like, I'm just going to come up with something and hopefully it sticks. Uh, yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. What does. Anyway. Uh, Jeez, we sound old. Seriously. <laughs> 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 what does Delulu mean? Oh. Delusional. Correct. You're being Delulu. Nice, Thank you, man. I'm your, uh, I thought it was something about like wearing Lululemon. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, uh, what does uh, Riz mean? Riz. 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 Well, that's rice in Arabic. Um, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's what they're that's saying. That's where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> riz. It's going to be like, your dance like, cool. It's like, yeah, that's the Riz, man. That's the, that's the shiz. <laughs> oh, I know this one. No, I know this uh, one. It's short for charisma. Somebody has charisma. There you go, Gilly. Yes, you right. got the riz, my guy. The example here, mm. Pete Davidson dates beautiful women. He must have riz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got something because he's not attractive. Next. <laughs> he's got a big dick, apparently. I think it's more the... It really? is totally oh. BDE, yeah. Oh, Plus, he's funny. See, BDE, he's like, funny. just quick public service announcement, BDE doesn't mean that you have... No, we have no... Because no. Gil and I have BDE, it's, but we don't have a big... Yeah. We just... I don't know. think either of you have got BDE, just so you know. <laughs> you don't reckon? I thought... Absolutely. Not. Well, we neither have BD Sorry. or BDE. Then. So what do we got going for us? We have, we just have e, nothing. I think we, we have some <laughs> energy. <laughs> just got, you've got great. You've got Riz. We got you D. definitely both got Riz, yeah. but you don't have BDE. So how, who, oh, okay, oh, that's taking me back. I'm going to take that off my resume. <laughs> Skills before BDE. you name <laughs> what I can bring to the team. My BDE. Yeah. All right, like a PhD. It's like Nick Jacko. <laughs> BD, BDE. BDE. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, what does uh, no cap mean? No oh, cap. Not lying. Oh, I've seen this all the time. Yeah, no cap. No, not lying. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so happy for you. No cap. No cap, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, well done. That... All right, it's sending me. Oh, what's going to be like? Oh, it's like making me cry. This is like sending get, me. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. It can be sent. You could use it's it. making with... me crazy. Yeah. Can be good though, can't it? Just like this Beyonce concert is sending me. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, this photo of my dog is absolutely sending me. So really it has no meaning other than it is eliciting some sort of response which could be anything. That's yeah. See a lot of that's my problem with a lot of these things. Like it's a vibe. What vibe? Ugh. Is it a bad vibe? Is it a good vibe? It's just making it's making people lazy. Uh, yeah, it's making it's, people it's like you get off with not having an opinion or you finding any actual words to describe something in a way that is helpful. Mm. It's just this kind of blanket. Uh. Yeah, it's like when people say, "I did a thing." Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, sorry. just one more. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. You go. Sorry, on. my dentures are getting sorry, itchy. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, uh, I've never used this one, but common. W or L? Common W. Yeah, common like, W or L. Like Whether, a win or a loss. Do you say that in a sentence? Like, yeah. Like that's a common win. That's or, a common yeah, loss. that's what I, that's all I feel. Common win. Like because people who are posting their L's, it's when they unintentionally post something, and it actually shows how much of a loser they are. <laughs> yes. So when the W refers to a win and the L is a loss, then it means to agree or disagree with something done or said. For example. He calls it Taylor Ham and not Paul Crawl. Common John L. No. Get in the beard. Go away. Yeah, you can't tell not me. Not you personally. The no. whole generation can yeah. get in the beard. That whole generation doesn't got BDE. You know what I mean? 
They got no riz. <laughs> they got no riz. <laughs> yeah. There are oh. articles written these days, and it's just like, I don't understand a single word of any of that. Nah. It'll be like some YouTuber called Cherie Bongo marries <laughs> Jake Swimmington. <laughs> Yeah. Don't don't be coming and for Bongo, and man. It's given She's... a W on the rears, and I'm like, what's I <laughs> sick, man? Do I click on this? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I want to have a bit of a grown-up chat now with you boys. Very good. Because I respect your opinions. I love what you have to say. Often we have kind of different ways of seeing things. And I've kind of been a bit stuck on something lately. Um, as you know, when I first started this filling gig, I think it was at the start of last week, I was telling you that I had pretty much given up looking at the news because it was making me kind of too anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's something you can understand given that, you know, with the nature of clickbait and all those things, it kind of does feel like these days when you do go onto news sites, a lot of it is just, you know, it's just doomsday. It it's either doom and, and you... gloom or something yeah. has divided the internet. And the first half exactly. of the article very, is very people true. supporting it. And then it goes, but not everyone agreed. Exactly. So that was really working for me, just kind of blocking it out. And then we had the referendum and then we've had the latest kind of flare-ups in the Middle East. I say flare-ups because this isn't a new situation. It's not something that started. It has been going on for a very, very long time. And full disclosure, I'm Arab. I'm first-generation Lebanese. So this is something I've grown up with. Mm-hmm. So I was at this kind of point where I was like, I've gone off reading the news because it makes me upset. But also the world feels like once again it's imploding and it would be ridiculous of me to just block it out because it makes me feel uncomfortable, right? Like sometimes we need to face up to the atrocities of the world to kind of really be called to action or to just not be ignorant, to help educate other people around us. But now what I want to know is, Where's the balance? So like yesterday I'm at work and I'm sitting at my desk and I'm looking at Instagram and seeing these videos and photos of, you know, parents holding, wasn't a nice way to say it, dead babies. Yeah. Um, and I've just, like, you know, when you get that, <gasps> like, you, you know, you're going to cry and you don't yeah, want to yeah. cry. So you have to kind of <gasps> do that. And you feel guilty because you're like, I'm living in Australia in total, like, peace I'm safe. My children are safe. I live in this bubble. I feel guilty for being upset about it because what does my guilt do? But now I'm anxious and I want to go home and hold my kid and not engage with the world. So do you boys understand? Is this something you sit in? Have you found something that's kind of like a good balance between awareness but also not letting it kind of overtake you, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's an interesting one. First of all, because our job, we've got to know what's going on in the news. So we've got to be across at least a little bit, pretty much about everything. Mm, Because you don't know. I mean, first of all, we know what content we're going to deliver of a day. We'd have a planning meeting before the show. But you don't know, you know, when the Hit family calls in, what they're going to talk about, what they want to talk about, what's on their mind. So you've got to be across everything. what changes overnight as well. Absolutely. But also, I, I get it, particularly as a parent, because... I don't want to be totally ignorant to the world because our parent, our mm. kids are learning about the world and it's a real balance to try and find out how much you divulge to them. My twins are six year, totally. years old at the moment. I don't want them to live in a shell where they don't understand anything. And so I've got to be across it as a parent to be able to know, but then got to also work out how much I eke out that information to them and at what age to mm. not fully shelter them, but give them enough of a childhood that they're not just 
being bombarded with these atrocities that they get all the time. Mm, yeah, I know. And then you, it's hard because everyone else has got so many things going on and people are struggling as it is in this country, in their own worlds, whether that's with their works, yeah. relationships, interest rates, cost of li- all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's how much bandwidth do you have? How full is your cup with all the crap? Yeah, do you know how much, totally. can, how much can you take on top? And, and this sounds really bad and I don't, I don't mean it to sound as bad, but since COVID, I think personally, I'm so numb to bad news now mm. that you're mm. just kind of like, oh, that's happening. That's horrible. Okay. But you don't feel as like, as, as hollow inside. It just, I don't know. It's a weird sort of numbness. Yeah. I think people have gotten better at maybe compartmentalizing yeah. the yeah. grief over certain things because when it comes down to it, much like we get asked to do just as, as public figures, I suppose, we get asked to do a lot of charity stuff, like heaps and heaps and heaps. Every week you get quite a few and we would genuinely love to be able to do all of them and help out every charity and stuff like that. But you have to kind of choose yeah. what your things are that you've got to put your energies into. And that's, that's yeah. all you can do because you can't do everything. And it's the same with news. You've got to kind of choose what you're grieving over and what you need to be mm. able to use your voice to make a difference over and stuff like that. But then uh, doesn't and, part of you think these people who are really in these kind of open air camps, uh, if we across the world in our privilege don't care, nothing will ever change for them. So that's where I get really like, I give myself grace to be like, I can't take it all on. I can't mm. care deeply about everything and, and use my voice to speak about everything. Yes. But if we don't care, nothing will change for them. Like it's up to us to care. That's, it's like that's true. But we have then, the privilege. So I don't know where to. But then, but then, but I get that. But then, like you know, then the Ukrainians are like, "Why don't you care about us?" And then people, you know, There's facing tough abortion laws in America are like, "Why aren't you caring about yeah. us?" You just, you just can't direct your care at everything. Yeah. And people posting Insta stories where one minute it is them posting a beach selfie, and then the next is I stand with everyone, and I yeah. see I have issues with everything. Then the next one is them posting their coffee on their perfect morning. Mm. I don't know what that does. You know what I mean? I don't know what that black tile with I stand with blah blah does. In, yeah. in between that sort of stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I and mean? And maybe like, it is a case of finding the little thing that you can do, whether it is submitting a letter that's a um, a standard template to your local MP or making a donation. And maybe those things are actually worth more than some empty words on your Instagram profile. Mm. Or maybe it's a case of assigning an hour a day, right, where you go, okay, for this hour I'm going to do some research. I'm going to read up on what's happening in the world I'm going to try and do something with some action behind it. But then the rest of the day, I'm going to appreciate my kids and I'm going to allow myself to enjoy my life and with gratitude. Maybe that's something I could probably do as opposed to feeling, then feeling bad for the other 20 hours I'm awake because yeah. I'm it'll eat you alive. Life. It'll eat you alive if you're totally. constantly taking it all on as well. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. a tough one. It's a tough one. But maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it is just allowing yourself a bit of time and doing the research on it, I think, rather than posting empty, yeah. empty tiles doing and slides. Doing something. Yeah. Just do something little. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe if we all do something as opposed to letting our collective stress about it just eat us up. Maybe if we all do something little, that's how change happens. But anyway, a bit heavy for a Thursday, but I'm glad we discussed it. I hope that's helpful for you listening because I know a lot of people feel the same way. Mm. Um, it's a tough world to live in right now, but yeah, do your best to be grateful and do something little, I guess. Right now though, 13, 10, 60, I want to know how fussy is your kid when it comes to eating? <laughs> Specifically fussy kids. Uh, give us a call. Uh, young Rocco O'Brien, uh, hails from Ipswich up North, uh, up in Queensland. Uh, he consists of a diet. This is wild. He only, he only would eat 
Cadbury chocolate bars mm-hmm. and Pringles. Legend. <laughs> They're the only things he his mother could get down his mouth. Cadbury chocolate and Pringles, nothing else. And he'd wash it down with, how's this? Chocolate milk. Oh my gosh. Like these are the things that my kids would want to just subsist on. Yes. But no. But apparently wouldn't take anything else. Would flat out refuse to eat. He's eight years old. It got so bad. His mum had to take him. Heidi had to take him to a hypnotherapist. I've never done a hypno. Ash, have you done any hypno? Yeah, I did it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My fear of flying. It's quite helpful. You've had to fly a lot doing Ash London Live. Mm, Yeah, I did. Well, this worked for him. Uh, He he then moved to eating 10 different foods. And then he, he had a few more sessions. And a few months later, he now eats 22. Two different foods. Hello. So, and there's a few fruits in there, which is better than chocolate and salty crisps. Oh, so, that's good. So it's not like sour cream and chives Pringles, salt no. and vinegar Pringles, it's original just, Pringles. He's just going through all the different flavors. <laughs> but my sister, it's one of the most stressful parts of being a parent. Can I just say, yeah. is like the constant stress of is my child eating the right food? Yep. Are they getting enough nutrients? And I would say, like, my kids are a really, really good eater. But those nights where I, you know, like slaved away quite literally like putting all the healthy organic foods and he just throws it on the ground and doesn't want it yeah it is so frustrating so i can't imagine how frustrating it would be if that's every meal of your life with your child parents are heroes yeah so my daughter harriet she's six she's pretty fussy i want to give you a perfect example of, mm-hmm. of harriet logic mm-hmm. so she will eat from the packet out of the freezer Frozen corn kernels. She loves just a bowl of frozen corn kernels. Loves them. Really? She will love corn on the cob cooked. Fresh yeah. corn on the cob cooked. She will love corn on the cob cooked and cut off the cob into little pieces, much like the frozen ones. However, yeah. if I get the frozen corn kernels and cook them mm-hmm. yeah. to be hot, mm-hmm. like she likes in other ways, she will not touch them. It's disgusting. She says they're spicy. She says that they are the worst thing in the world. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah. No logic, but to her it makes perfect sense. But don't you reckon, Ash, knowing Gilly, you would really try and knuckle down on the logic with her. You'd really try (laughs) and give her the facts and it just wouldn't go well. so true. He'd have a PowerPoint presentation, (laughs) 20 slides to explain why there's no logic in what you're trying to present to me, Harriet. Uh, I'm not that high tech. I do do a presentation, but it's butcher's paper all the way for me. (laughs) Absolutely. And Venn diagrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You've got to have some bar graphs and stuff. That's why he's Otis. But there are... Uh, he's becoming more open-minded, so he'll at least try everything. Okay. So you put him new meal in front of him, and he'll he'll dive in and he'll have a go. He may end up not liking it, but he'll always have a try, which is great. Well, I know there'll be so many parents out there who are like dreading meal times yep. because you want your kids to eat healthy food, but they won't. And at the end of the day, you need to feed them. It gets to a point where you just think, whatever. Whatever, as long as you go to bed with something in your stomach, yeah. we're doing well here. Take so. the Cadbury chocolate. We would love to hear from yeah. you. Yeah, yes. exactly. Just have it. Get the calories 13, in, 10, 60, fussy kids. And your fussy kid might be a fussy husband as well. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Give us a call. We'll do it next on Hit. So let's go to Georgia in Curry. Do you have a fussy kid or nephew in this case? Yeah, nephew. So he will only eat large Smackers chips and original Vitaweets. Oh, I love that it's What's a Vita wheat? Is that like the crackers? It's like, like the yeah. brown crackers? Yeah. And and large. Like he won't settle yeah. for a medium no. Macca's fries? Nope. It has to be large Macca's fries and Vita wheats. So what happens yeah. at dinner time? You just Vegemite and butter on the Vita wheats? Pretty much, uh, No butter, just Vegemite. Wow, he's drying it. 
Ooh, yeah. that's tough. That is tough. I, I can mean, tell you yeah. wanted to say barebacking it or something, but you yeah, had raw, to raw pull dog it back because we we're talking about child. I know you. I know you, kid. You haven't taken long to work me out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He's an open book. Blithering <laughs> 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 Charles Town. Ah, how fussy is your kid? Belinda? Yes. Hi. Oh, hey. You got a fussy Hi. kid or is it you? No, my child. I've got an eight-year-old daughter. Um, it's not what she is, it's how she is. It. She eats everything, but nothing can touch. Oh. She's so a fruit we had. A fruit salad gal. Yeah. We, um, like it could be the other night we had a meltdown because we had peas with no sauce and plain rice and a pea rolled over to her rice and she had to cut that section of rice apart because she couldn't eat it because the pea touched it. Oh, oh Did my you? gosh. Now, do you think it's at the point where you want to get some, like, psychological help? Do you think it's, like, that bad or is it just a kind of little <laughs> phase that she's going through? No, it's been like this for ages. And people are telling me to get the separation plate, so I'm like, I think that would make it work. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of the things that I read is that often the separation plates make it worse. Like when you when they're yeah. really little, because I use the separation plates, but now I mix the I mix it through. So every little section on the separation plate is a mix of what I'm serving him. Apart from like the main bit of food, like I'm not going to mix the chicken schnitzel through the yogurt. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so, yeah. it's so stressful for you, babe. So, so Belinda, what about uh, when when um, when she goes to ki- say kids party and there's party plates and mixed foods there? Is it, mm. How does that navigate? She's very selective. Right. Yeah. I bet, yeah. If she, I bet if you had a plate of, like, retro party mix, she would be fine if the milk bottle touched the strawberries and cream. Ooh. Yes, with lollies, she is fine. Okay, yeah, yeah with lollies. Yeah, Maybe like that was too niche a niche reference. <laughs> Let's go to <laughs> Shelly in Belmont. Uh, uh, how fussy is your kid? Um, beige and crunchy foods has never eaten a vegetable or a meat or a fruit mm. in his life. Oh, wow. How old? Um, he's nine, but I mean, <gasps> huge shout out to all the parents with kids on the spectrum. He has autism, mm. so that's kind of where it all comes from. Right. Um, but big brand associations. So he's obsessed with McDonald's fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, nice. Obsessed with Mission brand white wraps. Um, it's always yeah. been a huge issue. But um, two days ago, I found out that he has celiac disease. So I'm like in the trenches, guys. I'm in the trenches. Um, We're trying to get him to switch over and he is just so stuck on these things. It is absolutely mind-blowing. Oh, gosh. Thoughts go out to you, Shelley. Absolutely. That's tough. Can you get like a brand ambassadorship or something if if they're really (laughs) stuck on brand? Well, at the moment, we're kind of switching things to gluten-free, but kind of trying to put them in the old packets. Nice. Oh, oh, I see. That's not you bad. Get what I mean? We're trying to do the old switcheroo and seeing if we can get away with that. But he's pretty switched on, so oh, we will get there. But boy. we're trying. To, yeah, well, we're trying to avoid um, having to go to a peg tube in his stomach. So oh, fingers geez. crossed for me, guys. So, Good luck. Um, Good luck, yeah, Shelley. Fingers and toes. To all the parents with kids on the spectrum, well, because I know they're all listening to you guys and hearing all these stories about people that are fussy, and our kids top it. Yes. Well, Shelley, I uh, tell you what. Let's give you a hundred bucks to spend a go karts go Broadmeadow. Take a pit. Stop at Go-Karts Go, Broadmeadow, these school thank holidays. You so much. Give you That's something awesome. to do. No, thank you. And we'll finish off here with Glenn in Cooks Hill. Fussy kids, Glenn. Uh, yes, my little boy uh, can tell the difference between brands of pasta. 
<laughs> oh yeah. What's a what's he a Barilla man? Is he like the the Aldi brand? Unfort yeah, unfortunately he's an Aldi man. Uh, it's uh, it, yeah, just same thing. Macca's fries, chips, um, and pasta and rice. It's he hasn't touched a veggie either, and he's ten. And so. what's what's his favourite oh shape? Uh, it's got to be funnily enough. It has to be uh, penne or spirals because. Uh, the other ones taste different, apparently, yeah. even though they're cut from the same machine. And with that, spirals are the best. They're elite. <laughs> How do you get the nutrients into him? Like, do you stress about the fact that fruit and veggies? Like, oh, is there any so, way yeah. you can do it? Yeah, it's a constant battle. Uh, we went to Japan mm. in February, and it was Ooh. an absolute nightmare. The amount of stuff that we missed out on because he couldn't eat anywhere yeah. uh, was absolutely yeah, phenomenal. So, love him to death. He's my, he's my, he's my angel, but yeah, it's a, it's a struggle, and I, I totally feel for Shelly. I can understand how she's doing. We've actually done the same thing. We've swapped uh, brands of food into different packets, and he looks as it looks at us like we're idiots. Oh God, that's tough in Japan. <laughs> oh, I'll grab the uh, salmon sashimi. Yes. and the Romano yeah. brand penne rigati, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%, yeah. And, and a large fries. And a large fries. Yeah. Keep, keep, keep talking about what's trending. What's now. What does an A-plus celebrity like Nicolas Cage buy when he's getting groceries from a grocery store? Well, you know, I can uh, eat a peach for hours. Does he want to get a peach and eat it for hours? Well, I think he's, he's done that. <laughs> you know? Uh, so geez. Nicolas Cage, obviously he's in Bustleton in Western Australia at the moment. He's shooting a movie called The Surfer. Yeah. but Brilliant he, premise of a film where he plays an Australian coming back to his home beach mm -hmm. and gets attacked by the gang of the beach and has to stand up for the beach's honour. Can't wait for it. Oh, mate, I'm so, that's Oscar worthy. I'm yes. telling, him, telling you right now. <laughs> but yesterday he went into the Bustleton food of a Asia where Annie Liban, Liban, I'm not sure how to pronounce, that um, was starstruck when she spotted Cage and he bought $400 of groceries. Now, before nice. I get to the big story of the groceries, yeah. there is a lot of detail in this article. Good. For starters, he was wearing boots and a jacket. Can you believe it? <sighs> That's the, that sounds like the Cage. Yeah. He was wearing... It would be very warm in Busso, though, I'd imagine, at this time of year. He'd be oh, yeah. sweating in boots and a jacket. Absolutely. He was wearing Prada sunglasses, and Annie thought, wow, a rich one, according to sources. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yes. Uh, she said that he paid in American cash. Brilliant. As he potentially what? had come straight from the airport and hadn't picked up any local currency yet. Cage is one of those Americans that thinks the whole world takes American cash. He doesn't yeah. know, man. No. Yeah. And he just... I can see him just like laying down $10,000 like is that enough is that like <laughs> I don't do money man <laughs> uh, then if you are before you get into the actual what he bought can I just say if you're wondering why he went to an Asian grocery yes he's been married five times mm -hmm. and yes. his current wife is Rico Shibata uh -huh. before that Erica Koike and before that Alice Kim so I think he he's got a trend loves Asian food yes <laughs> um, anyway Annie uh. said the owner of the store said you look like Nick Nicholas Cage, and he responded very simply with, I am. <laughs> Gotta love the Cage, man. All right, let's get into the groceries. Yeah, talk us through it. Okay, so he wanted butter and oil, but they didn't have it, so he had to go to a Woolies afterwards. Oh, okay. However, in his trolley, he had $400 worth of stuff, including some Japanese sauces, mm -hmm. some kimchi, mm -hmm. some fried Yum. rice, as well as, could we, uh, a drum roll, please? Absolutely, mate. As well as eggs. Ah, oh, the cage. Nice. 
He's just one of us, guys, which is why I love him. He's He's Balkan for the surfer. Obviously, he needs his protein. I respect it. I love Japanese sauces, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yum. Bit of teriyaki. Oh, yeah. Kubi mayo. Yeah, he's got good taste. He always does. Kubi (laughs) mayo. Oh, put it in me. I want to be, if I die and you guys are still friends with me, yeah. make sure I'm just, my, I want my corpse slathered in kupi with a bit of sriracha on top. I can do that. Just write that down. Okay. <laughs> Please write it down. We have an open casket. Why is she? That's right. Absolutely. Everyone gets to squeeze some kupi on <laughs> yeah. it instead of like throwing pedals into, they just squeeze a bit of cubes. Yeah. Cubes all over Lando. <laughs> that was the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London Podcast. The new McCrispy from Macca's is set to be their next big thing. Try it today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am. It's 106.9!